Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello and welcome to the Gagan Press, part of the 90 Min Podcast Network. I'm Andrew Headspeeth. As always, I am joined by the man that turns this podcast into a purdcast. It is Mr. Alex Purdy. <laughs> How are you doing, purds? Good, mate. We're above Everton. We're in sixth. It's, we... it's all looking happy. It's the place to be. Only five points off fourth now. And of course, as always, we are joined by Emma Sanders. Emma, how are you? Yeah, we're in absolutely fire form. So, buzz in. <laughs> uh, you can probably hear in the background as well, my dogs are really excited about Liverpool's form as well. Um, Emma, any any video game chat then before we start? Last week you were telling us how you completed Spider-Man. Anything else going on? I actually do, you know. Um, oh so, my, <laughs> my old housemate used to play this game called Ratchet and Clank. Don't know whether you've heard of it. Yeah, vaguely. Um, anyway, it's like a, basically like a little squirrel dude who goes into space and shoots people. It's really cool. Um, so, he texted me last week and was like, it's free on the PS4 store. So, I was like, oh my God. So, I downloaded it. And I'm obsessed. It's like the best thing I've ever played. It's amazing. It's better. <laughs> mm, actually, it's maybe not better than Spider-Man. But the fact it was free probably jumps it up. Makes it better. Game. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, my video game chat then this week is that for some reason we were discussing uh, FIFA 98, like the Road to the World Cup, because that was like the first video game I properly played. That and like Mario Kart and Goldeneye. And I went back on YouTube to look at the graphics and it is just like even worse than you expect. <laughs> to be fair, FIFA's not that bad, but Goldeneye, which I remember in like my eight-year-old brain as being like basically real life. And it's just absolutely horrendous now. Absolutely it's like horrendous. when you go back and play like the old, um, the old GTAs. Yeah. So, like, like I downloaded one recently because again, it was free. And it, I can't remember, it must've been like the first one or the second one. And I don't think I ever played it before. And I was like, this is awful. It was like a pixelated man who couldn't run properly. (laughs) I remember at the time, like you'd be playing like FIFA and then my parents would come in and be like, oh, is this real life or is this a computer game? And now you look at it and it's just like weird 2D angular shapes. You're like, what are you, were we that stupid? I wasn't allowed to play GTA until GTA 5, the most recent one. My mum wouldn't let me, I was too young. Wow. So I can't relate to anything you're saying. And yet, you're the most violent out of all of us. I yeah. mean, go Whoa. figure. <laughs> I'm a gentle soul, Andy. Um, well, enough video games chat for this week. Let's get on to why we're all here. Uh, Liverpool won another game of association football in the mm. Premier League. I mean, oh my how God. about that, guys? Um, it was. We, we should have sent it there, by the way. Just end it yeah, there. Yes, we did it there. <laughs> Right, that's all this week from the Gagan Press. We'll be again next Monday. Uh, yes, Wolverhampton Wanderers nil, Liverpool one. Jurgen Klopp described this as a dirty win. I mean, was it a dirty win, Emma? Um, I think I would use 
the word dirty to describe like Eric Lamella's Rabona in the North London derby. Not sure I'd mm. use it to describe a, a scrapey 1-0 win over Wolves, but I, I get his point that it, it, it was scrapey and it was a bit scrappy and it wasn't, you know, great to watch. But um, it's fine, Jürgen. We like a bit of dirty when it comes to football. I, it, as soon as that came out of my mouth, I was like, where am I going with this? So that's why I added football in the end there. Um, yeah. No, I mean, job done. Good. All right, Perds, you've got your uh, you've got your social clip for this week already there. Um, yeah, just the title. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> can I can I just bring this down a bit? Is that all right? Because I thought this was like really poor from us, unfortunately. Ooh. Oh, didn't know yeah. want to hear that. Um, Jesus. Yeah, it was just so ugly. Yeah, dirty and ugly. Dirty uh, in the ugly sense, rather than dirty in the pornographic sense. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just just disgusting, vile. Um, <laughs> I mean, all of these words could be yeah taken both ways here, you know. I know. Look, I just I just thought we played wow. really poor and basically got away with one. So I I know our hopes are up, but let's just drag them down a bit because I can see us just losing to Arsenal, for example. Wow. Good. Okay. Where has this so come from? It's really annoying because <laughs> we were just the defense was the only shining light. That are like we were class and big shout out to Trent because I thought his defending last night was was world class and you know the mm-hmm. lazy punditry that he's bad at defending just because he's young and good going forward that's you know starting to be put to bed by last night's performance but midfield was shaky not too much an attack obviously Jota is the only shining light basically last night which is great to have him back but overall yeah dirty. Jeez, you're sounding like the president of Namibia here. Um, <laughs> by the way, I started following him on Twitter now just to oh. see what he's up to. But he oh, hasn't amazing. tweeted again. It's very annoying. It's it's so funny, though, because if you look at his tweets and it's all just like stuff about uh, International Women's Day laws and UN stuff and everything. And then just in the <laughs> middle of there, there's that tweet slagging off <laughs> Liverpool's form. It's just so incongruous. I love it. Um, but we followed him. Let's see if he, he follows back the Gagan Press. And you can follow us as well at Gagan Press Pod on Twitter. Um, and we will definitely keep you up to date with uh, his thoughts on the team. But yeah, Klopp might have thought it was a dirty win, but back to back clean sheets. I mean, doesn't get much better than that, does it, Perz? You mentioned that you were happy um, with the defensive side of the performance. Kabak and Phillips forever now. I mean, it's working. Um... You know, if EVD decides to get better, I might chuck him in for a few games. But the, <laughs> these two him. were no, don't, don't need, need him. these two were class. Look, Phillips just throws his head at everything, but we saw that in the Leipzig game as well. <laughs> but he, he looks calm as well. He looks like yeah. an English Van Dyke, which is basically uh, what he is. Oh, is. Wow. So imagine having is... two of them. Although Kabak, you can't take him out after last night's performance because he probably was man of the match. He looks, mm-hmm. he looks like the. Turkish Joe Gomez. So we've regened our back too. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't know where to go from there. Um... <laughs> well, he's, he's quick and, you know, good on the ball. And Van Dyke's tall and heads the ball. Just yeah. in your last two responses, you've gone from like zero to 11. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I, my, I caveat the whole thing with our defence was okay. So you asked me about the defence and I'm in a good mood. All right. Emma, are you happy, happy with the defence? Yeah, I... I I don't really know what to say now. I, I'm genuinely speechless. Like this doesn't really happen often. Um, 
Yeah, I I thought Trent, I agree. I thought Trent was fantastic last night. And mm. I saw something on Twitter. Um, I wasn't actually working the game last night. So this is why I'm going to let myself off in terms of stats from my work head. But, um, <laughs> Just make them up. Make them up. Yeah, so th- this one could have been made up. But either way, I like it. I think somebody tweeted saying Phillips and Kabak have played the most minutes together than any other centre-back partnership for Liverpool so far this season in the Premier League. Don't know whether that's right because I feel like Fabinho and Phillips might have played more, but anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. I like, think... I've lost track now because <laughs> it was Fabinho and Matip for a while, yeah. It must but... still be Fabinho and Matip, mustn't it? But yeah, yeah let's let's go uh, with it. unless it was since that partnership or since the new year, something like that. Anyway, they've played, they've played together two games, and that is like in the high bracket <laughs> of yeah. center back partnerships, so um. No, I, I, I've, I've said that on this podcast, and I know you guys have said as well, Like, I just want to see a bit of consistency at the back in terms of centre-backs now until Joe Gomez and um, Van Dijk come back. Unlike Perds, I would like to see Van Dijk and Gomez straight back into the team. But um, but yeah, no, like I think I think it's good that Phillips and Kavak are starting to get that game time together and they're only going to get better. So the fact that Trent is now in really good form, um, I don't think last night's performance was... An outlier for him in recent weeks. I think he's like he's been he's been decent now for a few weeks. Um, yeah. And 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 yeah. And I thought I thought Robbo did all right last night. A few of his passes were a bit shoddy down the line to Mane, but other than that, like on the whole, I thought he was all right. So um, defensively, yeah. Allison was still a nervous wreck. Um, yeah. But yeah, let's worrying. let's forget about that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and Perz Emma is from the BBC, so that that is now is now fact. Exactly. <laughs> have to take that. Yeah. <laughs> Support for the Gig Press podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who are the best in below-the-waist grooming. That's right, Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. And on the Gig Press, we have an exclusive offer for listeners that's 20% off, plus free shipping with the code 90min20 at manscaped.com. So Manscaped has created the best-in-class ball hair trimmer ever. Yep, that's right, I said ball hair trimmer. It is the Lawnmower 3.0, which features cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Ouch, thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. In addition, this trimmer comes with an LED light for more precise shave and is waterproof so you know you can take it in the shower don't use the same trimmer you use on your face as on your balls come on that's just not cool is it the lawnmower 3.0 comes inside their brand new perfect package 3.0 which comes with everything you need to keep trimmed cut free and smelling nice down there so yeah trim your junk get 20% off plus free shipping with the code 90min20 at manscaped.com that's 20% off plus free shipping with the code 90min and the number 20 at manscaped.com. Okay, now back to the episode. Jota then obviously scored the only goal on uh, on his ret- uh, first return to, to Wolves. God, it's good having him back, isn't it? I mean, makes such a difference to that, to that front line. Yeah, we saw it against Brighton and West Ham and Sheffield at the start of the season where we won by one goal and it was his. Um, yeah. So imagine if we didn't have him last night. This is why I'm saying just, just can't. Let's let's all just let's just wait to see what happens, because he could easily get injured again, and then we're done. Yeah, I think particularly for these kind of games where uh, the onus is on Liverpool to to get that goal against teams that aren't going to provide too much in a way of attacking threat. Uh, he is he is going to be more important than say a Firmino in there who. Because he because he does carry that goal threat through the cent through the centre, 
um, particularly when players like Mane and, and Salah have, have struggled out, out wide a little bit more. Um, the other big positive was having, again, having Fabinho back in midfield. I don't think we can overstate uh, just how important that is. And that's something that you've you've talked about on this pod before, Emma. Yeah, massively. I just I just love watching him play in midfield. I think he ticks everything. Um, yeah, I agree with Perz. I thought midfield as a whole was very sloppy last night. Um, you know, I thought Thiago, he just had a bit oh of a shocker. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he was terrible, I'll be honest with you. Like, his passing was all over the place. His tackling was horrendous. He was out of position. He, but his tackling is seem... always horrendous. Yeah, exactly. Um, although the highlight is how surprised he looks at absolutely everything. Like, mm. genuine. Like he just has like a constant expression of surprise on his face, which makes me laugh. Um, it is enjoyable. Like he just goes kick somebody in the shin full on, and yeah. then just yeah. looks at the referee like, "What me?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when he got subbed off. I think I tweeted about this. When he got subbed <laughs> off, he was like, "Oh my god! Like, why am I being yeah. subbed off?" I was like, "Mate." You're about to pick up a red card. Like I don't, I don't know how he wasn't sent off. It's like um, the op- it's the opposite of what like pundits always say about how players they come into the Premier League and they don't they don't expect the physicality and yeah. how tough it can be and how players get away with niggly fouls and stuff. He's come in and just sort of straight away kicks people and gone like, "What? You can't do that here? <laughs> Jeez, where I come from, this is a normal tackle." Yeah, yeah like I'm trying to think. Imagine if you were playing football. Like if you were like if you grew up with Thiago and used to play mm. football in like you know the car park area or I don't know like in you know you know the hard bit at school like on like a little basketball court or something mm. which you used to play a break yeah. you imagine playing against Thiago like he's, he's probably broken like countless legs you'd have to bring well, shin pads his, to break think about his brother yeah. uh, Rafinha oh, as God. well yeah, yeah. imagine them. the state of his ankles thoughts, thoughts um, are with them <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, but are we saying sticking with with Jota now for for the majority of the rest of the season? Is this Liverpool's uh, best front three, Emma? Would you say? Um, I think on on the face of it, yes. But what I will say, and I've said this all along, is that Firmino, Firmino, I don't know why I've just said it like that. Firmino Everyone says that it's so weird, isn't it? It just gets <laughs> it in your weird. head. Yeah, um, maybe I want a little bit of that sort of, you know. Salsa style back, but yeah, I think his his pressing is um, is really crucial in certain games. We haven't seen that from him this season, but maybe bringing him in against teams like I don't know, maybe the likes of Man City, uh, Leicester these days that that would have more possession. Um, I think he would probably suit it more than than mm. Jota. Whereas I think on your sort of yeah, maybe seven or eight times out of ten, Jota's probably the first choice now, I, I would say. But I think just like anything in football, um, you do have to sort of take each game as it comes. But um, yeah, I think on the face of it, I think Jota's sort of earned his starting place now, hasn't he? So, was that your yeah. pundit voice there? You just went down yeah, yeah. Of octaves. <laughs> yeah, nice. I've been practicing it. What, what did no, you think? Uh, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yes. I think you should do the rest it's, of the podcast yeah. just in that voice. Yeah. Let's hear it again. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, on that, uh, we will take a quick break there. And when we come back, well, there's not another game to talk to. So we will continue talking about Liverpool versus Wolves. Uh, all right, we're back. Uh, yes, Diego Jota scored the only goal of the game. Um, 
But, Purds, question for you is, mm. should he have celebrated against his old team like Andy Delort, who plays for uh, Montpellier in Ligue 1 in France, uh, when they played against their rivals Nîmes at the weekend, uh, he produced a red Haribo crocodile uh, <laughs> and ate it wow. in front of the fa- well, in front of not the fans, but in front of, uh, in front of the cameras, uh, because the red crocodile is the Nîmes uh, club crest. So it was, yeah, it was a bit That's of class. Oh my god, shithousery. That yeah. is wild. But then to add in, well, to make it even funnier, it was that the goal was then disallowed for VAR. No way. <laughs> yeah. So did he spit out the crocodile because it didn't count? Yeah, I don't know if he had more crocodiles like saved <laughs> for later. Bag. Yeah, I don't know, and I don't know where this was produced from. Whether it was like his sock or like oh, pig side. Or oh. <laughs> um, yeah. just, I'm gonna but, go. Yeah, with... um, no, Jota shouldn't have done that because you know we oh, need on. to keep him. No, we need to keep him as fit as possible. And Harry Bows aren't healthy for you. No, they they give you sugar. We used to have them yeah. at half time in in our hockey matches, and I used to run like oh, no have, end in the second half. I used to have oranges, the, little orange slices. Didn't they used to give yeah. out like jelly babies and stuff as well? Yeah. match. I'm sure that used to be a thing. I don't know. Anyway, the the one that came into my mind was Harland last uh, last week. When he just runs up to the keeper and gives it the big one. Because <laughs> that, that yeah. was just one of the best ones I've ever seen. Yeah. Or I think um, it was Van Nistelrooy who just like... Or was it Keown after Van, Dis- Van Nistelrooy? Missed yeah, it was Keown after just, Van Nistelrooy missed the sort of blank face just celebrated quite quietly in I, his face. I feel like we're not giving Suarez's dive in front of David Moyes enough oh, credit here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, <laughs> yeah. wonderful. Wonderful shithousery. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm so sick of seeing players score against their old club and then play down the celebration, which in itself <laughs> is a celebration. So you might as well go go full on with it. Is so, it? Yeah. yeah, that's respectful. He did give a little, I think he went like fist bump and then went, Ugh, and then people crowded around him to try and calm it down. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of any kind of foodstuffs that are like represent a wolf or in the shape of a wolf that he could have just devoured. A bone? Um, is there like a bone sweet somewhere? just an actual bone like a dog bone oh yeah or an actual bone yeah to be fair that's probably yeah just sticking like a little chicken leg down down your shin pad (laughs) yeah (laughs) i mean if you can get a crocodile haribo down there because that would be really sticky whereas i guess like the boat the bone is just hard isn't it if you wash it out beforehand just stick it down your side yeah you'll be sound anyway there we go (laughs) yeah plans for diogo jota's next goal against his club um well, I was going to go into the negatives, but Perth, you pretty much covered this already. Yeah, um, yeah midfield still wasn't great. Uh, the other thing I picked up, well, the other things I had written down were Mane looks really frustrated. Like, he seems to overcomplicate things. He's trying too hard, and then he gets quite annoyed when things don't go his way. Uh, is that a point of concern for Liverpool at the moment? Because, I mean, he's a sort of player that's kind of irreplaceable in that team. You can't, we, there is sort of Shakiri and Oxlade-Chamberlain who can come on and play in those wider roles. But no one really does what, what Mane does. No, and I saw on Twitter, like, um, selling now, get Haaland and Mbappe in. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, great. Just muted that straight away. Um, that but... was from Emma as well, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, for God's sake. <laughs> he, um, he does need a rest, probably. We got a good hour out of him last night, and... Um, he did look to have more intent going forward, and but that one where he went round the keeper, mm. usually he'd just dink that and it goes in, and he went round and then he gets lost, and then th- 
you know, in the 90 plus 20th minute or whatever it turned out to be last night. And he's on the edge of their box. And it's like, we'll just hold it in the corner now. He loses yeah. it and they have another chance. It was, yeah, frustrating is the right word. And he probably does need a rest. I think it is, it is still positive that he's so still, he doesn't, he's not a player that gives up and goes missing in these games. But I think the, the issue is that sometimes he just, he tries to do too much or overcomplicates things but I mean he's still got he's still got the assist and he was still very busy Emma which is encouraging I guess yeah I mean we're talking about the front three not not doing very well and all three of them combined for the actual goal and the, the goal itself yeah. was, was was a really nice like passing move and the movement and the communication between them was good so the fact that they can play so poorly on the whole and yet Mo Salah is mm-hmm. still you know is he still top scorer I've said that for about three weeks now yeah, but he's yeah definitely up there and then yeah and then they've managed to sort of come together for one moment of quality which is essentially one level for the game so um when you've got players of that quality on the pitch there's always a chance that you know something will click unfortunately mm-hmm. that happened against Wolves and I think this is what people have to remember when they're calling for Mane to be dropped is that you're not going to get, with respect, you, you're not going to get that from Shakiri or Ops, as, as you said, because they're just not as good. So yeah. um, I think I think Perz is right. I think he probably does need a rest. There's clearly a confidence issue there because, as you say, he, he would have usually have just kept, uh, chipped the keeper. So the fact that he's now sort of, you know, double thinking everything and that's obviously playing in his mind. But I think the opportunities where he just reacts on, on instinct um, I think that's that's when the quality does come out, and as long as sort of those guys are on the pitch, Liverpool will always have a little chance of of creating something. Yeah, there was that moment as well where um, Trent put in a ball into the box, and it was slightly behind him, mm-hmm. but he still managed to get a really sort of powerful header on it, and it just went wide, unfortunately. But yeah, it just it showed that he is still capable of of coming yeah. up with something. And, and the movement to get into that position as well, and I think yeah, that's what people exactly. underestimate. Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't have got that, I don't think, from other players. Like he's very he's very intelligent in and around the area. So yeah, you're mm. right. Like that that was a, a good example. And uh, just to clear up, Mohamed Salah, yeah, is top of the Premier League goal scoring charts at the moment on 17 goals, one ahead of Harry Kane and Bruno Fernandes. I mean, of course, it could be more if Mane was diving, but of course, according to Michael Owen, uh, <laughs> he doesn't want to do that because he doesn't want to give away goals to, to yeah. Mohamed Salah. <laughs> Famously. Um, is top four still a long way off? Five points behind Chelsea, who did drop points this weekend against Leeds. Is that still the aim or is it is everything just about finishing the season relatively strongly and trying to go as far in Europe as possible? Perds, thoughts? <sighs> Well, you know, one win and my mindset is like, oh my God, look, five points off and, uh, but like we have played a game You're more. still looking at the title, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> still um, still mathematically can. possible. Yeah, because we can get 73 points, I worked out, and Man City are on 71. So let's see what happens. Um, is that mathematically the most points yeah, we can get? and it's that's... 100% true because I said it. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, I think that's true anyway. I, I use my iPhone calculator, so. Um, but... <laughs> Five nice. points, five points off top four. Um, and I know we can go eighth if everyone plays the same amount of games, but it's starting to look better. But as my agenda worse. has been for this whole podcast, let's just keep a level head because it wasn't actually that good last night, but we got the win. 
Yeah, I think the other things to remember is that Wolves are quite rubbish as well. Oh, I mean, they're dreadful. not in any danger of going down, obviously. But uh, if you look at the form table at the moment, I mean, obviously Liverpool are probably one of the ones, one of the teams you you quite happy to play. But other than that, it's sort of Sheffield United, Newcastle, maybe, and 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 Wolves are probably the teams the most out of what out of form. Terrible now. bunch to be in. Mm, yeah. yeah, and without Raúl Jiménez as well, they look sort of particularly. Um, blunt in attack really and I don't know what's happened to Adama Traore because about a year ago people were talking about him as being this sort of 80 million pound footballer who this new breed of you know super strong super fast winger but he just he looked awful one assist yeah one assist all season that's it yeah there you go Get him in. Sign him. (laughs) He's, He's like he's like I don't know whether you guys are Marvel fans but he's like Thor so like Last season's Traore was Thor at his peak, right? Okay. And then this season's Traore is like Thor in Avengers Endgame, where fat he's Thor. sort of fat <laughs> Thor, yeah, where he's basically lost all of his superpowers and he's just shit. Yeah, yeah, but, but funny. Um, like one one year ago, I would not have got that reference, but because of lockdown and just having to find things to watch, I just went like basically through all of the Marvel films on oh, Disney good. Plus yeah. and watched them. So yeah, I am up I'm to glad. speed now. I've good, yeah, I'm, I'm a big. I finished it last night, so I was putting it off for ages. Sorry, we're going off pizza, but I'm, <laughs> I get very excited by Marvel. So yeah, I finished it last night, and I was like, yeah, I was texting people at like half past midnight, like, oh my god. So yeah. <laughs> We can talk about that after, Andy. We'll, we'll have a little conversation on Zoom. All right. We're going to have a little spin-off pod of just chatting yeah. about Marvel. <laughs> um, yeah, next week, I want you to come in with like a Marvel equivalent for every single Liverpool player. That's, oh. that's going to be your homework for next week. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Right, I'm writing this down. The full start of that. <laughs> And so yeah, and then we can tw- we can tweet it out from uh, from the Gaga Press as well on Twitter. Um, I'm so excited! This is what happens when we don't have enough games to talk about. We had one sort of rubbish, dirty win, as Klopp called it, and now we've got two weeks until Liverpool play Arsenal. So there's just not enough. We need to create our own content, Seems. Emma. I, she's lit- you can't see this, but she's literally already writing down ideas. Yeah. Um, Right, so as I said, no games now until Liverpool play Arsenal, which I think is on the fourth. So you know, third? more than third, yeah. Which and what's it now? It's the sixteenth. That's more than two weeks now of of no Liverpool games. Uh, I'm so happy probably, about that, by the way. Probably a good thing. Yeah, yeah probably a good thing. <laughs> uh, but in the meantime, the two big events that are coming up. Uh, first is the under-21 Euros. A bit of a weird situation there where the group stages have been moved to this international break. Um, it'll be on the 25th, 28th and 31st. Um, England under-21s, uh, I think it's in, is it in Slovenia and Hungary. The games are being held there. Perds just yes. say yes. <laughs> cool. Um, and the big news from a Liverpool perspective is that Curtis Jones is included in that squad. Uh, some other big names there as well, like uh, Mason Greenwood and uh, Emil Smith-Rowe, Dwight McNeil. But yes, Curtis Jones is the one to watch from from our perspective. Going to be watching that, Perds? Yeah, big time, mate. Um, what I will say is, why has Harvey Elliott not got the call-up? He's been True. smashing it. Yeah, yeah really that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, in a way... I'm quite happy. I would quite like to watch that because it, it is quite a good uh, England squad, and the games are against Switzerland, Portugal, and Croatia, so it's some decent opposition. But at the same time, 
I don't want any Liverpool player to play any games until we need them. So no, exactly. And yeah. I, look, I've watched so much football this season. I might, I want if Curtis Jones scores, I'll watch the ten-second highlight of it. That's what I'll do. God, you're such like a millennial football fan, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. It's just long, in it. I might have to cover it for work. I'm not sure. Yeah, we might we might have to do a couple of games, but I I don't know. I'm kind of like in the category of I think Curtis Jones going to play with an England side who are obviously looking to do well, and you'd expect them to win those games. I think that would be good for him to be in and around like a winning team. And then Definitely. to come back to Liverpool with that kind of winning feeling, I, th- I think it'll be good. And I think he's, if you look at the sort of players that are in that, England's squad is, is very strong, at least in an attacking sense. But he's the sort of player that could really dominate in that tournament, tournament mm. and it could be very good for his, for his career and his development. So it's one to watch with interest and we wish him obviously all the best. Uh, second event on the immediate horizon is the Champions League quarter and semi-final draw, which, unlike last year, Liverpool are in. So that's on Friday the 19th. Uh, Emma, I'll go to you first. Obviously, we don't know all of the quarter-final teams just yet because they've got some games still, second legs to play this week. But who are you looking at that we do want or don't want in this yeah. uh, quarter-final draw? I was just thinking then, I was like, I I actually can't really remember who's in the draw. I mean, I think, I think Port, Porto John. could be, or they are, or they already they are. are. Yeah, they, they are, are. They yeah. Uh, Juventus. Yes, yeah. of course they did. Yeah, so I think, I think, um, although they knocked out Juve, I do think <laughs> Porto are probably the team that, that Liverpool will fancy the most, certainly from my yeah. point of view. Um, I'd, I'd want to avoid, um, sorry, I know everyone will hate me saying this, but I think Manchester City are favourites to win it, so I want to no. avoid them. And um, probably Bayern Munich again, even though I think, I don't think any team other than City are particularly strong this season. Um, yeah, so yeah. I'll, run, I'll run you through who's left in it. So the definites, the ones that are there, uh, Porto, Borussia Dortmund, Liverpool and PSG. And then the second legs from uh, this week. It's Manchester City versus Gladbach. And I think we're pretty safe in knowing that City are going to go through there. Real Madrid versus Atalanta. Um, it could go either way, but I mean, you're probably going to lean towards Real Madrid there. They're one up, are they? Mm, they mm. are, yeah. And they've had their injury issues and they're not the Real Madrid team of, of previous years. Mm. But you'd still fancy them in that one. Bayern Munich Lazio, yeah, Bayern won quite comfortably in the first leg. And then Chelsea versus Atletico Madrid. Chelsea obviously have a have a slim uh, 1-0 advantage from the first leg there. So, um, yeah. I wouldn't would, yeah. mind Chelsea, actually, to be honest. Chelsea or yeah. Porto. Yeah, Chelsea or Porto are probably the, the two. Um, I'd fancy Chelsea, Porto, Dortmund and slightly controversial, I would probably fancy Real Madrid as well, just based on the fact that they're not doing very well this season. And it would be nice mm. to have... That glamour tie that we could yeah. potentially get. A bit I don't. Of I don't fancy. Revenge. Oh yeah. I don't fancy Chelsea at all. They're they're like they hardly concede, and we're struggling to score. And I know they're struggling to score as well, and we're now keeping clean sheets. So it will be <laughs> like a drab one nil over both legs, and the goal could easily go either way. So I don't okay. want that one. I think with Chelsea, it's one of those where it's like at this stage of the competition, again, sorry to be all cliche, but um, <laughs> you have to play every team at some point. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I just feel like out of all of the teams, as you mentioned there, the fact that Chelsea are a little bit blunted in front of goal and it can go mm. either way. When you've got a, 
you know, a decent sort of 40 to 50% chance of, of winning that game in the quarterfinal stage of the Champions League, that's quite, I think that's quite a good position to be in. And obviously, you know, Liverpool will be very familiar with Chelsea and, um, you know, Tuchel hasn't had the best success in Europe. In Europe. So I think, yeah, that that's the only reason why, why I would see them as one of the sort of, I, I wouldn't put them as somebody who I want, but I definitely put no. them in like the, the half of the teams that I would pre- prefer, if that makes sense. Agreed. I would say that Bayern uh, City are probably the two real standouts that you don't want. Maybe I'd even put PSG, PSG in there as well, yeah. although they're not mm. been at their sensational best, at least domestically, but still the talent they got is probably better to avoid them. And then, yeah, I would agree that um, Chelsea or Atleti, whoever get into that, are probably the next ones down. And I would I'd say, to be honest, Porto or Dortmund are the ones that I would be more, most yeah. most comfortable with, even mm. considering Erling Haaland being a, a Dortmund player. Uh, but we are forgetting, of course, that if this is all played in Budapest, you know, Liverpool's new home, new fortress, <laughs> then it doesn't matter who we get, does it, Perds? Yeah. No, I think I saw this morning the Premier League website changed our home ground to uh, Pushkas Arena. So I think it's <laughs> yeah. official. I think it's official. Yeah. Hashtag Budapool. <laughs> um, yeah, so what, So to sum up then, Bayern, no. Chelsea or Porto, yes. That's what we're saying. Uh, yeah. Dortmund above Chelsea. All right, fine. Yeah, well, I think we'll, that's fair. <laughs> well, we'll find out for sure on Friday. Uh, right. Any more for any more? Anyone else got anything they want to say? Any other games you've completed, Emma? Much else going on in no. your world, Perds, before we say goodbye? No. no. I'm looking forward to the break. Yeah, love it. All right. Um, well, thanks all we've got time for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back again next Monday to talk about, I mean, literally, Anything. I don't know what. Yeah, let's Let try and fill the time. My, my Marvel starting 11. I can't oh, believe you forgot about it. Sorry, yeah. Emma's Marvel starting 11 and the Champions League draw, obviously. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Until then, thank you so much for listening. If you can, drop us a review on uh, you know, iTunes, wherever you get your pods. Give us a follow. on. We're on Twitter at, at GaganPressPod, uh, where you will soon be able to find Emma's Marvel 11. Uh, <laughs> subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, we'll be back again next week. But until then, it is goodbye from me, Andrew Headspeeth. Goodbye from Alexander Perdino. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> and goodbye from Emma Sanders. So excited for next week. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.